Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Take me to the rooster. High noon in the District of Columbia. Um, Guys, I got to tell you something. Major show news. We've booked Chris Russell the rooster for 1245. And you know what Rooster just told me? He fantasizes about being on a stage with a bunch of dudes talking football. And he believes he might be right all along that Dan Quinn's the guy. And Friday night on that stage at Bethesda Theater, he gets to take a big old cock of the walk Rooster celebration victory lap. If Dan Quinn gets the job, Rooster's about to celebrate. All right? Who you want to be the head coach? Johnson, out. Slowick, out. Never called Belichick. Never called Harbaugh. He gone. Landini, you lead us off, sir. Give me your, your top five, your top three. Give me what you got. Who do you want? At this point, um... The candidate that I would be happiest with would be uh, Mike McDonald from the Ravens. I think that the Ravens typically have a pretty good defense. I like the way they performed in the playoffs, even in the uh, AFC Championship game when they lost. They still held the Chiefs to, I think it was 17 points, which is uh, fairly impressive. Um, My number two candidate, if that doesn't happen, um, what the hell, like Aaron Glenn. I don't know. At this point, I think that you're kind of a lot of the top candidates are gone. I like that uh, Aaron Glenn was a he used to be a player. I think that's a positive. And other than that, Mike Vrabel. I mean, at this point, I would have preferred Ben Johnson or really I wanted Bobby Slowick just so they can show that graphic from 2013 more frequently. But um, yeah, that would be my my list: McDonald, Glenn, and Vrabel. Landfills in. McDonald, Glenn, Vrabel. Uh, Jeffrey, what say you, buddy? Okay, so when it comes to the coaches, um, I kind of, because I didn't really know about these coaches, so what <laughs> I did was when I found out they were the, like, head candidates of, you know, for our organization, I went and fought. What was that? Probably around, like, what, week 10 when we found that out? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I just went and just started looking at these coaches uh, where they're at now. And I like Ben Johnson just because I like the offense he was putting together with um, the Lions. I'm a fan of Amon Ra, St. Brown. But now I just think I want to go get a defensive guy. Um, I will be cool with Mike McDonald or uh, Vrabel. 
because uh, Vrabel wasn't really doing bad with the Titans. Um, and I just think the enemy deserves another chance at offensive coordinator. So I think if we do get a defensive guy and, you know, we get to make the moves that we want in the offseason, we could probably see a better offensive output from uh, the enemy. So I'm not really sure on what name I want, but if it's a, I really want to go with a defensive guy. It's also possible. I mean, some of my harshest criticism with the enemy was just the incredible lack of run pass balance, and that improved over the course of the year. It's it it specific to the enemy point. It's entirely possible he has improved and can be better. That's what that's what NFL football is about. I will Beyond, also like, say run, undercutting him in the locker room, whatever. Yeah, like maybe he could be a better play caller. Too. In the enemy's defense, you kind of got a pass when you're always losing. Sure. That's another part of it. Um, B, what's your list look like? Oh, my list. I'm going to go uh, with Weaver first because I believe he's the best motivator of the whole group. And I think he also understands how to get a defensive line to actually play defensive line. Well, I don't know what we've been having for a while. Then I'll go with McDonald. I'm also going with Eric Bieniemy because I believe Eric Bieniemy was undermined from the word go. And no one can have success when you got a head coach who's dis- dissing you and talking to people behind your back and allowing them to do stuff that they shouldn't be doing. I would love to see him. Like, that's who I was talking about earlier when I said have somebody lead a team when he has final say with the backing of a coach. And then the soft asses that were complaining about working, they get off your football team. And then after that, I'll go with um, Aaron Glenn and then Vrabel. And that's my my crew. I like it. I, I'm i not going to include McDonald because I kind of think flying out to Seattle leads me to believe he's going to Seattle. Um, That's why he wasn't first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make yourself feel better. Um, I My one would be McDonald, but that kind of feels dead. Um, So of my, my attainable, I'm going Vrabel one. People around the league speak so highly of him. Um, Players speak so highly of him. Um, Both sides of the ball. I think he is kind of like, like, I think Dan Campbell might have learned a lot from Vrabel where you play that meathead role publicly and you're actually super intelligent. Um, Yeah. I wonder, Brian... So, Titans GM Rand Carthon came from San Fran. Adam Peters obviously came from San Fran. If all that's the case, it and and they're not talking to Vrabel. Now, granted, they haven't talked to, outside of Quinn, any of these big-name former head coaches. So, you could argue maybe they're just not looking for former head coaches, but then they're talking to Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, you you got to wonder if there's something to the Carthon-Peters relationship that has them not interested in Vrabel. I don't have that answer. But Vrabel would be the top of my list. I would hope that anything Peters is doing is not based off of somebody else's opinion about somebody. Just like I didn't want nobody coming here just because they were in uh, damn, uh, Kansas, I mean, uh, in uh, Carolina. I don't want you not bringing somebody here just because one of your friends said something. I agree. I, I I certainly would hope that's not the case. Um, after that, dude, I think I'm. I to, I texted with somebody this morning. Um, 
I'm going to read this specifically. Maybe one of the best people I've ever met in my life oh. about Weaver. Mm. About Weaver. And that his guys love him. I think if you look at Clowney playing so well this year, I mean, there, there's just a, a lot to like there. Over his time in Baltimore, he has, um, I believe he worked on the run game side of things at, at one yeah, point. Not, a, not, he, he's played a little, he's practiced a little bit of both. Right. Coached a little bit of both sides. And, and dude, the trend, if you want to call it that, of hiring the young OC, that will never go away. But there's also an emerging trend, if we're being honest. If you look at Campbell in Detroit, look at the Raiders going with Antonio Pierce in Vegas. Like, Weaver's a former player that guys respond to. Like, that's also a growing trend. Um, And, you know, I'm pushing that trend. I'm sure. Understandably. For so long, the, the former player was kept out. Because of the career coaches were afraid to deal with it or they didn't want to deal with it because they knew if they can coach and they got a popularity, they're going to be getting the job. Now they, they've kicked down the door, and I pull for it. I agree. Let's get to some of these phones, man. Um, our guy Toothpick is on the line. Pick, who do you want? Uh, I like Weaver. I like Weaver. Uh, that would be my number one. But, hey, you got you to gotta do like Doc was saying. You're a first-time head coach. You got to have a jerk on the opposite side of the ball for you. You know, somebody that's going to preach that same message. So um, maybe he reaches out through his connections and he knows that exact jerk to pick, but that jerk has to have, you know, some, some longevity behind him. Like, you know, what they did with Wade Phillips with, uh, when McVay was out at San Diego, uh, well, San Diego, L.A. now. You know, you got to have one of those dudes that, that's a, a true jerk. So give me Weaver one and then give me E.B. as number two. I, and I'll run it like that. Thanks. Thanks for the call, Pick. Appreciate you, buddy. Um, Jeff? Who's on line two? Mike or Mick? McDonald. <laughs> it, it's Mike, but I was trying to make sure I spelled McLean right. That's Mick, that, Mick, so McDonald. you got McLean right, but you forgot the E, e in Mike. Mike. Yeah. Okay. McDonald. One, one of these days, we're going to get Mike, Mick, McLean, McLean right. Hello, Mike. Who do you want? Hey, hey, can you hear me? Yeah, we got you, bud. All right. I want somebody to make one phone call to Joe Gibbs. You got new ownership. You got five in the top hundred of the draft. You're going to have a young team. I want this team to have a sense of history. And then next year, don't worry about picking through the leftovers. Go out and get the guy you want and have Joe Gibbs help you. Uh, all right, man. I know a lot of people going to keep going there, but let me say, Coach Gibbs got a lot of stuff going on right now, and he is not going to be the savior for it all. He loves his, his race team. He is still on a part ownership of the team, and he does a lot of consulting. He's doing his job already. Thank you for the call, Mike, Mick, McLean. Um, also think people really need to get ready for Dan Quinn because it Bethesda. Mark, who do you want? <laughs> you better get ready for EB, man, because I got I got a different take on this thing. I think the reason why, well, we know all the intangibles, the draft picks, the salary cap, the new GM, 
But the one thing you're not considering is who's writing the check. And maybe that check isn't enough for somebody to come here and take and, and, and you know, we're speculating on all these, you know, first draft coaches, and this may not be the job for them. And maybe EB is the guy, and maybe they're talking to him, and he works it out for three or five years. I don't know what the contract minimums are, but sort of fill in the gaps. Like, you know, why swing for the fence with a great coach that we're alleging is out there for this team? Appreciate you, Mark. All right, Thanks, buddy. People want to swing for the fences. Jaden is in Ohio. Jay, who you up, want? Jay? Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah dude. Uh, I Not anymore. Jaden Jaden drove in into... Maryland. I lived in Ellicott City. Yes. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yes. Yeah, I lived in Ellicott City. I uh, went to plenty of Skins games. Was there for the RG3 big run. Was there for the Kirk Cousins against the Ravens. Been at all the big games. I mean, new ownership. I had a lot of high hopes. This is kind of a dud. I mean, it's it's got to be a dud. I mean, our last two candidates is Dan Quinn, who had 45 points dropped on him by Matt LaFleur and struggled with Shanahan's offense, who were both in the NFC. Like, is that exciting? I mean, and also, I get Anthony Weaver played, you know, and has some cachet, but both Dan Campbell and Antonio Pierce had an interim run of, like, eight games to kind of get to learn the ropes a little bit. So, these are two kind of just uninteresting, I don't care kind of hires. I mean, to go from all these offensive coaches we had, and even Mike McDonald to just, you know, looks like he's gone, Ben Johnson's gone. I mean, as a new ownership, I mean, it just kind of seems like a dud. You brought in Bob Myers. You had Rick Spielman, and this is what we're getting. What if so, Rick I mean, Spielman honestly, and Bob Myers are telling them don't spend unnecessary money on these guys? But, you're, but assuming, the you're assuming, it, but you're assuming that they're not giving them some level of uh, info that say don't do certain things. But there's, isn't there a clear trend that works? 12 out of the 14 playoff teams are offensive head coaches. Two coaches in the Super Bowl are two of the best offensive head coaches. And I think maybe Ben Johnson wanted too much money. We know what we're getting. We're getting a guy that has out, pretty much went toe-to-toe with Shanahan scheme-wise. I mean, and I feel like kind of with coaches, the great. I mean, I know he hasn't proven it yet, but you kind of get what you pay for. If you want a guy... As long as it's not absurd and he's not asking for everything, go get the guy. I mean, Carolina I, I, right now. Listen, man, has a more I, I'm with you on some level. Uh, Jaden, right? I'm not with him. If, down if the stretch, if uh, it down came the stretch, down to, his, his scheme got destroyed. Whose? Ben's. What stretch? The 27 when he scored seven points in the second half. I wouldn't say they got destroyed. They scored seven points but, in the second half. How, what, what happened? I mean, if uh, the. Receiver just catches that we, ball. We got to stop all the ifs. Okay? I, I don't think My it's fair to say his scheme he got destroyed. He, did, he schemed up in the first half. He was damn near perfect. He was nowhere close to perfect in the second half. It's amazing to me how we make our mind up on something, but we don't see the things that truly happen. Ben was no better than Mike. And if they decide not to come, you get somebody else. And just because a guy doesn't have a name don't mean he's not a damn good coach. I agree with all that. I, I agree that, yo, you, you didn't get Johnson and – it, it makes them scramble for 24 hours, but it certainly doesn't mean that hope is lost at all. I think there are plenty of folks out there that will get the, the you know, things will go on. If you think about Detroit in 21, and honestly, we got to be honest that this situation is probably about as bad as Detroit was when Campbell got the job. They hadn't won a playoff game in forever. Their history was bad, etc. The Lions fans 
all wanted Eric Bieniemy. They're like, oh, you got to get an offensive play call. You got to go that way. You got to go that way. Campbell's something else entirely. You can win other ways. And yes, Jaden, to your point, 12 of the 14 team, 12 of the 14 coaches are offensive. But something like 26 of 32 coaches in the NFL are offensive. So the numbers are going to be stacked that way anyway. And if you if you Why? zoom out of recent history, there was a stretch where defensive coordinators were going to the Super Bowl at an incredible rate because of Belichick and Tomlin. So I don't know that it's about, would I lean offense? Yes. But does offense guarantee success? Hell no. I mean, how many playoff games? They just did this. When they hired Jay Gruden, he was the hot coordinator. How many playoff games did they win? And it was a different scenario. You had Dan, you had Bruce, you had all the BS. But how many playoff games did they win with Mike freaking Shanahan, who won two Super Bowls as an offensive mastermind that half the league runs his damn playbook? Like, nothing guarantees success. So would I lean offense? Yes. Does that necessitate for me? No. Don't hire the best offensive coach. Hire the best coach. Is that fair? I don't know if you're still there. Excuse me? Thank you. Um, if if this came down, I find it hard to believe that this came down to the commanders were offering eight mil and he wanted nine and they couldn't figure it out. It sounds like something went sideways in a greater way or maybe he just wanted to stay there because he, t- he told Seattle no thanks either. And they got Microsoft money. I don't think it was eight and nine. I think it was way more. But my ultimate thing is, we sitting up here talking about the new young energetic coach, okay? And the man who's been running circles around them is an old dude, old round redhead dude. Who had never been a play okay. caller. All of the young energetic coaches, those older defensive coaches run circles around them for the most part. So just understand, the best coaches in that are in the playoffs are the best coaches. Not just because they're offense or defense. They happen to have a damn good team. They have a damn good uh, a GM in front of them who are giving them the best players to go play with. And if you got the right right situation and the right combination of that, you can win. So, I mean, we got to get off of the, the – the problem is we are too stuck, and we can listen to the guy talking. He is stuck on winning the offseason with the big-name person. I could give a damn about that stuff. I care about when the season comes around, can the SOB that we signed put something in place and kick somebody's ass? That's what we hadn't done. We won a lot of off seasons, and we did absolutely ish when the season came down. So let's start focusing on that. Get a coach. If the coach has a no name, but when the season starts, the team is kicking ass, I'll care more about that. B. Bishop Finley, I, I very much think players matter more than coaches. I think great coaches are often a product of great players. I say it all the time, Jay. Jimmy's and Joe's, not X's and O's. How about this? Caller number 10, 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. You can win two tickets to the Wizards game. Saturday, February 10th against the Philadelphia 76ers. As part of Black History Month presented by Stackwell Capital, the, the Wizards will be celebrating HBCU and D9 night. The first 10,000 fans in attendance will also receive a bobblehead of tennis star Francis Tiafo a Maryland native, and the second in our inaugural DMV bubble. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Head series. B. Mitch Fidley, 106.7 The Fan. We we thought about vetoing all Bens today after after Ben Johnson decided he doesn't like it here. But we thought we'll keep better of it. We'll let Ben White slide. Ben White, Chief Wall Street Correspondent for The Messenger. Ben, what's up, dude? How are you? Slide. I understand the anti-Ben sentiment today because, <laughs> ouch, man, that hurts to get spurned like that. What'd you make of it? I don't know. We were talking about it last night. I mean, I get the argument. You're you know, young guy. You're close to the Super Bowl. You might be able to win one, but... To me, it's uh, I want a head coaching job in the NFL, but not that one. Uh, it seems to me, and this is you know like a lover spurned. Anybody would think this way on our end, but it feels like this is not the place he wanted to be or the job he wanted to have. Uh, and you know, the whole thing for a Super Bowl thing in Detroit is kind of uh, you know a heartwarming excuse. But what do you guys think? I mean, do you think it was just cover for not wanting to come to Washington? You work in the business that deals with money. Yeah. And there were rumors out there, and I listen, I, I, I happen to believe the rumors, where he was asking for upwards of $15 million. Mm. I also understand, yeah, he was a hot candidate, but I don't think he was a $15 million a year candidate. Right. So if he comes in asking for 15 and I don't know what Washington was talking to him about. Let's say it's 7, 9, 8, whatever, 10. Mm-hmm. You're coming in way over your your uh your value. Yeah. And yeah. if that team just does just give it to him, they're being Dan mm-hmm. Snyder. The fact that yeah, they did not, point. then I have to you have to give him a level of respect. Yeah, no, I do too. If that's the case, if he was asking way over what they were willing to offer, you're right. I mean, he's Ben Johnson and not uh not Bill Ben Belichick White. You know or, what I mean? You know, yeah, Ben White. I mean, obviously he gets to name his number wherever he goes. <laughs> uh and nobody asks any questions because they shouldn't. Uh, but in this case, you know, I, I knew he existed. Uh, Detroit obviously had a really good offense and good pieces, and they scored uh, a lot of points, and he's a hot candidate. But he's not the be-all and end-all, uh, not the greatest thing that ever uh, walked the earth, and who knows how he's going to be as a head coach. So, you know, it, it bummed me out that somebody would kind of diss the commanders that way. It doesn't surprise me that much, but I'm not going to lose sleep over not getting Ben Johnson the following you know, a question of that is who else is out there? Like who's left? I don't even know. Um, Mike McDonald is probably the hottest name. He's the young Ravens defensive coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's flying to Seattle though, to meet, right. to have a second meeting with the Seahawks. Um, beyond yeah, that, so. how yeah. do you, I, I mean, I'm going to ask you this, honestly, uh, we value your opinion on money matters, politics matters, and football matters. How, yeah. would, how would you feel about Dan Quinn? 
I guess I wouldn't feel horrible. Um, you know, I know the name uh, had some success here and there. I wouldn't feel super excited about it, you know, like a, uh, one of the guys who's already signed elsewhere or, you know, a, you know, Pete Carroll, even though I don't like Pete Carroll, but, you know, of that ilk, uh, that level of quality, I don't think he's there. Um, but I guess as a placeholder or give him a shot, I don't know. It doesn't fill my heart with excitement. Can the first coach that they hire be a placeholder? Or should they hire a guy to a deal to say that yeah. we're behind this thing four or five years, six Hell years no, down the road? Hell no, they can't get a placeholder. Yeah, they, they got to hire somebody a five, six-year contract because I feel if you sign somebody, you need to make sure that the fan base, they may not like the person you signed yeah. because we seem to only like big names. Okay, right. But if you hire somebody, you only do a one-two-year deal. Texans gave Ryan's a six-year yeah, deal. You, if you get somebody a five, six-year yeah. deal, you're telling them we believe they're in them. Yeah. And the fact that yeah. I said Adam Peters was the right guy, if they do it, I'll believe in what, what they're doing with that. Right. right. Sorry, Brian. What was the name you just mentioned? Peters. Adam Peters. Oh, yeah. The okay. fact that, that he, we, everybody, everybody felt he was the right guy to get. So if yeah. they come down with Myers and Spielman and all these guys and Josh, right. and if they come together and say, we're going to sign this guy, he may not be the name y'all thought, but we're going six right. years, we're fully behind him. Yeah. That will sell something to that. me. Yeah, no, I agree. If it's a name, I don't really know. But as a star coordinator somewhere and, um, you know, a younger guy, like everybody's uh, got these younger coaches now with all this energy and stuff, and that's kind of what I want. Sounds like uh, Ben Johnson <laughs> might have been it. Uh, <laughs> now we're not, not getting him, so I don't know who the next one is. But, yeah, I mean, that's what you want. You want the guy five, six years under contract, not super old, you know, who's come from a good program and, not, you know, maybe those people are left. It's just sort of embarrassing, again, as a Commanders fan, and then you know, previously to that, a, a Redskins fan for, for many years, that this was once a very uh, coveted coaching job, one of the more coveted coaching jobs in the league, and now it's the redheaded stepchild of the league and the team nobody wants to coach, which I don't fully understand. I get it under Dan Snyder. Nobody wants to coach for Dan Snyder. Nightmare. Josh Harris, uh, full disclosure, owner of the Messenger, the company I work for, is a smart, great businessman uh, who will not meddle around in what you're doing. So ownership shouldn't be a problem. So maybe it's just that they have a bad culture and have lost for a long time. But uh, it feels bad from a perspective of a fan who's known the glory years and people wanting to come here to being in a place where you can't, you know, walk outside and hire a guy off the street. I tend to agree with you. Um, it, I mean, Brian and I were live yesterday when the news broke that Johnson didn't want to be right. here and, or didn't want it, It's important that we try as much as possible to remove the prism of only viewing this as he didn't want to be in Washington. Yeah. He no, also true. said to Seattle, I, I just want to stay here. Um, yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's happened before, right? Yeah. I, stay with Belichick. Um, what if it, he got when he got closer? McDaniel's he, did that. He started yeah. to feel the pressure of being the head coach, being the main guy, and that's why he decided. I mean, we we can't automatically assume they didn't like right. us. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know. It's it's like you you know somebody who doesn't call you back for another date. Like, was it you? Were you awful? Did your breath stink on the date? Uh, or did they just you know you weren't the right place, at the right time, and they had somebody else that or they maybe already they moved. were with? Like we don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or they moved. Or they died, or whatever. Wow. Um, but you, you're left not knowing, <laughs> and you are, the automatic assumption is, oh God, it's something I did. It's all my fault. Uh, not necessarily 
based on fact. And it's a legitimate case to make for this guy that you are, you know, so close and should have arguably made it to a Super Bowl had your coach not made some stupid decisions and you not kind of failed in the second half after building that huge lead. Like you're on the cusp and it's Detroit. It's a great story. Winning a Super Bowl with that would be great. Same time, NFL head coaching jobs don't come easy. You know, and if they come in your door uh, and the offer is on the table, you generally, and at least I would think, you take it. There's uh, 32 of them in all, right? Sure. Yep. yep. Uh, we're talking with our friend Ben White from The Messenger here. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Economy Ben. Um, I want to switch to your wheelhouse yep. here and talk a little uh, money. Um, I know my my schedule my life i know what game day feels like it's a big day it's a long day um there's a lot that can happen when 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 jay powell holds these yep. w- the big meeting whatever today is is the big meeting two o'clock yeah. is that like a That's game day for you but yeah it seems is. like yeah. you already it's, know the outcome well we do we know the outcome because they telegraph it to markets in general we don't know it know it but it would be let everybody everybody. understand the meeting and the outcome. Yeah. Okay. So it's the meeting of the uh, federal open markets committee, which is the main part of the fed, the top guys at the fed who make decisions on the benchmark interest rate. They decide whether interest rates stay steady, go up or go down. Hugely important, both in the United States, globally, massive decisions uh, that affect trillions of dollars in the flow of capital around the world. Um, we know from their statements and their uh, interviews and a, their body language uh, that rates will be unchanged today. They're not going to change. The big question on everybody's mind is, do they start talking about rate cuts at the next meeting, which is in March? Everybody expects on Wall Street expects cuts to start in March as the economy slows and then have five cuts over the course of the year. Fed has not indicated that's the case. They're still a little worried about inflation. Uh, they may stick at high interest rates for longer, uh, which would be impactful to markets and everybody else who pays anything with an interest rate. Uh, so it's all about language today. How does he talk about it? How do they talk about the future? Do they indicate to Wall Street and investors that, yes, you can expect rate cuts sooner rather than later? Or do they say, look, the economy is actually doing pretty well. Inflation's not where we want it yet. Hang on. Hold tight. You know, it might be a little longer. In which case, that would be a big disappointment for Wall Street. Stocks will go down and people will be sad. If they sound like they're going to cut in March, it'll be, you know, happy days are here again. So, yeah, it is a big day. This one in Jobs Day, which is actually Friday, so we got two big games in one week, uh, are kind of the, you know, big playoffs or Super Bowl days for uh, financial geek reporters like me. So I, I want to go further, and I've said a lot, and I recommend it to others. I get your morning newsletter. I feel like it's the only – I feel like I like getting my news that way because yes. in the world, money is what matters, and, and politics tends mm-hmm. to follow the money, right? Um, Precisely. And so you explain that basically Jay Powell, who's the boss, right? He's the head of the Fed. Yeah. He's got Biden and Democrats pressing him mm-hmm. to cut rates so that the economy steams up for the election. And he's got mm-hmm. Republicans who would generally want them to cut rates not to do it because they don't want the economy steamed up before the election. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. And, and Republicans historically like tend to favor higher rates and more austere uh, Fed policy, and they're called hawks. You know, they, nice. they like uh, that, you know, and de- Democrats and liberals are more dovish, meaning they favor much lower interest rates. And it's even it's augmented in this 
situation because, you know, the economic performance will turn to a large degree on what the Fed does and how they do it. Um, and they could benefit strongly Biden Democrats if they cut fast. It would be uh, more likely that we'd slow more and head towards recession if they uh, keep rates where they are for longer. Powell himself will not make this decision based on either of those outcomes, the politics of it. He himself nominally is a Republican, but Trump hates him and uh, said horrible things about him. He's definitely not a Biden supporting Democrat. Uh, He's going to do what the numbers tell him to do the best way to keep inflation down while not crushing the economy. And his eye is on the history books. Does he have like the the balls to stand up to both sides and just do yeah, what but he, do what he thinks is going to be best for the economy and for the American people. Yeah. To yeah. Have That's exactly side, what he's going right. to do. And, exactly. and, 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 and what is what's best is going to be what the Republicans have for, or what is what's best with the Democrats. Do that and don't right. give a damn about what he has to say. Is he that guy? Exactly. And he is that guy. Powell's that guy. He's a soft-spoken, you know, chill, very uh, easygoing fellow when you meet him. and. <laughs> I think Ben uh, jumped in a pool. I'm going to throw what Ben their, on hold. What their decisions oh, are going to make. I mean, what they try to if they can get out of the way. I'm going to throw Ben on hold. He's so smart, but I think he fell in the ocean. Um, <laughs> Jeff, pick that up and tell him thank you, or I'll shoot him a text. Jeff. Um, I appreciate Ben White. I hope you do, too. That dude is crazy smart. Big day. Uh, Fed rates get decided at 2 p.m. today. Um, I Listen, if anybody knows what's going to happen, it ain't me. Uh, here's what I do know. You want to have fun with your friends. You want to have fun with your family. You want to work on your golf game. You could do all three at Rudy's Golf, the place to be in Kingstown, Alexandria. They've got 74 driving range bays, each equipped with top tracer technology, Gives you an awesome experience. If you want to just play games like go fish or count the points or how far you can hit it, you can do all that. Or if you really want to watch your spin rate and your club head speed, you can do all that stuff. Awesome food, awesome booze, great beer selection. It's a really fun time. You can take the family. They've got two putt-putt courses. You can go watch the Super Bowl, all the college hoops coming up. Rudy's is the place to be. Check them out, rudysgolf.com or on Instagram. At Rudy's Golf. Rooster, who you got with you? You got little Rooster with you. Uh, which one are you talking about? This Andrew, Andrew in studio here? Yeah. Andrew yeah. A- Andrew is, uh, is, is our pal from DC News Now, uh, which, uh, you know, we do some content for uh, around here, and uh, they do an excellent job uh, covering the news and local scenes. So Andrew's just hanging out with us in studio. What up, Andrew? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to... I mean, there's a lot going right on. Here. There's a lot going on here, there's, there's a lot going on. There ain't a lot going Completely on. Completely unnecessarily cool. out of nowhere. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> correct. Exactly. And uh, somehow I feel like I'm stuck in between. Yeah, I do. You were you stuck in between. We asked you to come on. We asked you to come I, on. I appreciate it. So that's, you can't we, dictate you want to come on the show. I yeah. just had to take care of business and so, and, and yeah, with that. Know. Yeah. Let's let's all we're gonna all try to be we're gonna try to keep this train on. I've been trying to be professional. I, I you were antagonized just sitting there. Yeah. That was unbelievable. Um, Rue Stizzle. Rue Stizzle, you told me you have a, a dream, a fantasy perhaps, of sitting on a stage with a bunch of men and doing what? 
Yeah, so um, how this came about was, you know I, I pride myself on, on uh, being right as much as I possibly can. And no matter what path I take to get to that point, that's important to me, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you that's a real shallow approach, but that's just <laughs> the way I am, okay? So I had this fantasy over the weekend that Ben Johnson, for some reason, would not get the commander's head coaching job, whether it be his decision, mm-hmm. which it apparently was, or whether they would choose somebody else, and that Dan Quinn would be the head coach by the time we got to the Bethesda Theater on Friday night for 106.7 versus Team 980 night, and that I could strut my stuff a little bit and, and beat my chest a little bit because somehow I've gotten labeled as only a Dan Quinn guy, even though he was like my third choice behind Raheem Morris, which you guys know we've been talking mm-hmm. about yeah. Raheem since mid-November. Definitely. And I even put Ben Johnson ahead of Dan Quinn because that's where I thought they would go. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm staring at a scenario where it's a possibility, maybe a decent one, that Dan Quinn could be the head coach of the Commanders tomorrow, Friday, whatever. Are you going to be bearable if he is? Am I going to be bearable? Yeah, am I going to be able to still call you my friend? I'm going to be bearable to you. I might be unbearable to the minions <laughs> that listen and and troll me on Twitter. I what might just be a cyclone of, of hell and fury <laughs> to those people. I may just be a cyclone of hell and fury. It sounds like any day that ends in Y, Rooster. Um, but, uh, what do yeah. you make of Anthony Weaver? I mean, I, you know, I, I'm not as high on him as maybe... It sounds like you are, right, from what I understand? It may be some level of talking myself into it, but also talking with other people about him and then doing a little more research, finding finding a little bit more out. So you guys brought up a good point. And I know that they really, even when I thought it was going to be Ben Johnson, Mm -hmm. even when everyone I talked to thought it was going to be Ben Johnson, I know they really found talking to him Interesting, enjoyable, sure. impressive. As it should be, because I'm sure the guy's a super smart dude. He's obviously in a great organization, a great defensive scheme. And what they've done, say Justin Matabique, who's going to be one of the top free agents, but he's probably going to get a franchise tag in Baltimore. They've turned guys that are less heralded, less superstar, no top two picks and first round picks yep. and whatever into studs. And they've done it on all three levels of that defense. And I know he's primarily with the defensive line, but he's also the assistant head coach. So I mean, he's got his fingerprints, if you will, to some degree on other parts of that building in that roster. So I'm told I would be totally okay with that. And- the only problem for me is he hasn't called plays and he doesn't have head coaching experience, which is important to me. And you're right. You pointed out to me, you're right. And you guys had Andy Reid on, by the way, the other day, uh, kudos to you uh, all. I mean, everybody yeah, should me listen and to it. Book that. Well, I mean, listen, I did include you in the tweet, but I didn't tag you because you hate when I tag people. I, uh, but I did promote it because I thought the day that. after the bleeping soup, cool. the day after the bleeping uh, AFC title game, Andy reads on with you guys. So Actually, congratulations. Ted reached out and said, hey, man. Tradition, you want us on? I mean, and that, I said yes. That's I, I, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's really awesome. The Ravens fans might not like yeah. it, but hey, that's yes. awesome. But I'm I'm just saying, you know, like um, I I know Andy Reid did not have play calling experience when he went from Green Bay to Philadelphia. I, I totally get you cannot have it and still have success. I guess it's just a preference thing that I want. So 
if you're asking me for maybe one of the less heralded choices, the less talked about choices, which I would say is Mike McDonald at this point, and then maybe Dan Quinn to some degree, although the fans hate him. Do you think the McDonald thing is done to Seattle? What's your done meter? I don't think it's done, but I it sounds like everything that I've heard and some people that I've talked to that that's the expectation. How done Where's the Roosters I'll done? I'll say seven meter? out of ten. Seven out of ten yeah. for McDonald's. Maybe to Seattle. seven and a half out of ten. What is that like a medium rare? No, is that a no. medium? I guess that no, would be a medium. Like a, medium well. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. that's damn near well yeah. done. Okay. Um, but I like this rooster baking analogy here yeah. or grilling, whatever. Um, how cooked baking is your rooster grilling. on Dan Quinn how coming cooked. to Washington? How cooked is my rooster? Um. Of what I would, if I would like it to no, happen, or if it's going to happen. You like it. Okay. How close to the uh, finish line do you think it is? You were telling me about juicy phone calls. Yeah, I mean, I got a, I, I got an important phone call from somebody who knows Dan Quinn really, is this from really, somebody really well. You and I both talked to, or someone no, else? No, no, somebody okay. different. All right. uh, and um, I'm, I'm getting just a lot of positive smoke signals that Dan Quinn had a great meeting yesterday morning. Uh, before the team took off and uh, to Detroit, and then Ben Johnson called the the, the bat phone and, and and told him thanks, but no will, thanks. Will you go from twelve to six? Should Dan Quinn get this job? Uh yeah. I mean, I'll do whatever. I'll do almost. You do from twelve to two right here. I, right. Exactly. Well, because my show doesn't start till two. B. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I can do yeah, whatever I want. Saying. Right. You go twelve to two, and then you can finish. Yeah. Two to six on oh. the other stage. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. Have no exactly. idea what I just asked you. Yeah. I have no. I have, I have no clue. Uh, I mean, Pause, I'll figure Bruce. it out. I'll Pause. figure it out. I mean, if I'm going to do twelve to six, are you guys going to buy me lunch? We'll wait with somebody bring in food. Okay. We'll let somebody. That's Jeff slowly inches away from him. Um, you think it's Quinn, and you think it's going to happen by the end of the week? I'm leaning Quinn. I think it should be done by the end of the week. I don't think it's absolutely done. I don't do absolutes until, you know, Tell you until they're absolute. You kind of do more all the time. Didn't he say I told you so? Yeah. I do absolutes all the time? You think? You're an absolutist. I try. In my older years. How many times have you had to, like, shave your head or walk to Ashburn? It's a fair point. That was four or five years ago. That was a younger rooster. I have no energy now. I've got one (laughs) foot in the grave. I'm done. Stick and fork in me, man. All right. Um, Thank you. Good luck with the 12 to 6. Thanks. They got pills for that. Stick and fork in him. I probably just walked right over that, didn't I? Nikki Javala is in Mobile, Alabama. Nikki Javala of the Washington Post joins us next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.